0: Hi, I'm Philip Anthony Albertelli and this is a Week in Doubt News bite. I know it's been a while since I've done one of those, but I heard about the following story and I couldn't resist. Apparently researchers at Johns Hopkins University have discovered that octopuses quote-unquote become more social when given the party drug ecstasy. And I noticed a trend while researching this story, that people tend to be using the word octopuses instead of octopi. When did that happen? Whatever, I guess either one's fine. Me, personally, kinda partial to octopi. But anyway, here's a bit from a BBC article from their science and environment section. And for context, this is dated the 21st of September, so just yesterday. Octopuses, I can't get used to that, octopuses, given the drug ecstasy, become more social and try to hug each other, a study has found. Writing in the journal Current Biology, researchers at Johns Hopkins University in the U.S. say the drug affected the creatures in a similar way to humans. In normal circumstances, octopuses are solitary... Goddamn octopuses. Octopuses are solitary animals who can prey on each other after mating. Scientists say the way they behave while on the drug may give insights into how social behavior has evolved. MDMA, methylene methamphetamine, also known as ecstasy, is a powerful mood-altering drug which floods the brain with a chemical called serotonin. Serotonin makes people more sociable, Yes, my old friend serotonin is someone who's been on antidepressants for years. I'm well acquainted with this particular neurotransmitter. While octopuses, maybe that awkward plural form, at least awkward to me, should be uh, the drinking game word of the week, are intelligent creatures, their brains are physically very differently to those of humans. And I'm reading that word for word, and this is a BBC article, so that must be some kind of typo or grammatical snafu. Their brains are physically very differently. should probably be physically very different to those of humans. For that reason, researchers were unsure how they would respond. What did the research show? Gull Dolan, probably butchering that, uh, a neuroscientist at Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine who led the study, designed an experiment with three connected water chambers. One of them contained a trapped octopus and the other a plastic toy. I also read a New York Times article about this story, and in that they say specifically that the toy was a Star Wars figure. So an octopus on ecstasy playing with a Star Wars action figure. Pretty wild. Four other octopuses, drink up, as long as you're not driving, were placed inside the tank to test their response. Researchers measured how long they spent with the other animal and how long with the action figure. Then they were exposed to a liquefied version of MDMA, which they absorbed through their gills. Shows how naive I am. I didn't even know octopi, yes, I'm going with octopi, had gills, and placed in the chambers again. The study found that all four spent more time in the area with the other octopus than they had before the drugs. They tended to hug the cage and put their mouth parts on the cage, said Professor Dolan or Dolan. This is very similar to how humans react to MDMA. They touch each other frequently, she said. The findings suggest brain chemicals may be key to social behavior across very different species. That applies even though many of the nerve cells that react to serotonin are in an octopus's arms. We could say the octopus brain is totally different to a human one, but we need this synapse of this neurotransmitter, Professor Dolan or Dolan says. We could write down a list of these minimal building blocks of complex behavior. It may not be impressive brain circuitry which underpins social behavior then, but basic signaling chemicals. Other researchers have raised questions about the study's methodology, however. Professor Harriet DeWitt from the University of Chicago, who has studied how ecstasy affects animals, says it was, quote-unquote, innovative and exciting, but that we can't be certain the drugs were fully responsible. Ideally, the experiment would be repeated on a larger scale, the researchers agreed. And some of the octopuses, drink, would be placed in the tank for the first time after absorbing ecstasy, and others would not. Professor DeWitt said that would help rule out the idea that they were friendlier the second time because they got used to the tank or the other octopus. So at the end there, the article does state that there are some experts who perhaps question the methodology of the study, but either way, still a really fun and interesting story. And I know this is supposed to just be a brief News bite episode, but I thought I might quickly offer some thoughts or reflections on ecstasy. Hey, it's my podcast, right? Why not? I can remember the first time I took ecstasy. I was probably in my early 20s and I was wrestling with really bad chronic migraines. I think this was before I had been prescribed anything that effectively treated them. So I was completely at the mercy of these things horrible pain and nausea, complete lack of well being uh, that really affected my quality of life. Tried ecstasy one night at or on the way to a friend's party. And it was like magic. The headaches just completely vanished when the ecstasy kicked in, and I ended up having the time of my life. And that might sound strange, but it actually makes a lot of sense. Ecstasy floods the brain with serotonin, and it's thought that there may be a connection between low serotonin and migraine headaches. Antidepressants, many of which also boost serotonin, are commonly prescribed for chronic migraines, and in fact, that's the primary reason why I take them. Even though both MDMA and certain antidepressants, such as those belonging to a class of meds known as SSRIs, or selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, both boost or potentiate brain serotonin, somewhat ironically, due to the difference in mechanism of action, any depressants can actually interfere with the efficacy of MDMA. I can personally attest to this. I took ecstasy a handful of times after being prescribed antidepressants, and those experiences were much less impressive in comparison to those I had before I started the meds. In fairness, I guess I can't say with 100% certainty that it was definitely the meds. Maybe I had built something of a tolerance, or maybe it was weak ecstasy. I don't know for sure, but the antidepressant hypothesis still seems rather plausible it's probably been more than a decade since I've done ecstasy. Uh, I guess my advice for someone thinking about using it recreationally would be to just be careful. I think there's a number of things to take into consideration. Number one would be to remember that, as with just about any illicit drug, you can never be sure exactly what you're buying, and there may be a good chance it's cut with something. I think back in my day, we just kind of assumed that the ecstasy you bought probably had something mixed in with it, and you just had to keep your fingers crossed that it wasn't anything too harmful. Another thing to take into consideration is that even though MDMA is a relatively safe drug, you can put yourself in real danger if you forget to look after your body while you're on it. Sometimes people on ecstasy will get so wrapped up in dancing and having a good time that they forget to stay hydrated or the opposite, in an attempt to not become dehydrated, they take in too much water and push their sodium levels dangerously low. To be honest, I've never personally personally witnessed anyone suffer any kind of severe medical emergency because of MDMA, but there are plenty of stories out there of people ending up in the emergency room or even dying because they neglected to hydrate, thusly unintentionally allowing their body temperature to skyrocket. The last consideration would probably be the short and long-term effects. In the wake of doing ecstasy, especially after you've been doing it habitually, people can find themselves wrestling with mood disorders like anxiety and depression or anhedonia, basically a fancy word for a lack of ability to experience pleasure, perhaps even uh, memory problems, etc., I think the jury is still out on the exact extent of possible long-term damage, but it's thought that heavy long-term use can lead to structural and functional changes in the brain. Neurotoxic brain lesions damage to serotonergic pathways and neurodegenerative effects on neurons responsible for serotonin production. Supposedly, this has something to do with the fact that MDMA causes your neurons to release so much serotonin that they become depleted. And also something I think about an excessive, possibly toxic accumulation of serotonin and nerve endings. Supposedly, in the process of trying to clean up this excess accumulation, the body can produce large quantities of free radicals resulting in even further damage. And I don't know if it's been proven or not, but for a long time, all the way back since I was rolling, there's been a suggested link between heavy MDMA use and Parkinson's, or at least symptoms that seem to mirror those of Parkinson's. One theory is that it may have something to do with damage to dopamine-producing cells, but once again, I don't know how conclusive that is. I've even seen articles suggesting the opposite, that ecstasy could potentially relieve Parkinson's symptoms. But despite rattling off that horrible laundry list of potential adverse effects, I still think MDMA definitely has value. I'm personally very excited to hear that there's renewed interest in its therapeutic potential, especially as a possible treatment for PTSD. There are some drugs out there that I think are so dangerous that I would have serious reservations about legalizing them, but I think MDMA is one of those drugs that I'd be all for legalizing. I think it's a relatively safe drug, and by legalizing it, you could make it even safer. It could be regulated, and then people wouldn't have to wonder what the hell they were popping in their mouths after buying pills off of some dealer. Wasn't this just supposed to be some quick news story? Oh well. Uh, Well, this has been a weekend out news bite, kinda. Okay guys, thanks for listening, and until next time.